0: Welcome to The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman, and I'm Julie Bastide. For the last couple of sessions, Mary's introduced us to some very courageous women in the Bible, women who stood in the face of danger and ridicule and rejection. And they did the right thing to stand true to their principles, to never be ashamed of their faith in Jesus Christ. Well, today, joining Mary is Lisa Bishop, and they're going to take a look at the kind of courage women and men need
1: today to stand true to Jesus, even where you work. So welcome to both of you. Well, thank you so much, Julie. We're just so glad to be here, and welcome again, Lisa, my friend. So good to see you, good to be with you. You know, I'm old enough to say, in the day. (laughs) (laughs) And, And in my day, when I was in corporate America, It was really not particularly risky or difficult to Mm. take a stand for your faith. People kind of admired it. They certainly didn't resent it. But uh, I think it's pretty different these days. I I get the feeling that uh, holding fast to your Christian convictions and principles has some new challenges. Have you sensed this as well? Oh, for sure. And
0: it, I, I'm i old enough to say back in the day, too. It's funny. <laughs> I say, if you find yourself saying back in the day, you're old. <laughs> I'm old, too. Um, anyway, yeah, I I do. I even remember, and I've shared my story a, a couple of times. People have probably heard it, but I became a follower of Jesus in the workplace. So that yeah. was 27 years ago. Yeah. And being a Christian, as you said, was it was admiral. It's like, oh, cool. You you know, you're a Christian. That's awesome. And today it's like, what? You're a Christian? It has so much false meaning heaped mm-hmm. on it now that I do think the there's a lot more pressure um, in the workplace and mm-hmm. a lot more fear that followers of Jesus are experiencing uh, for being found out, for being a follower because
1: it has, like, grave implications. Yeah, it's really—and it's changed so rapidly, it seems mm-hmm. to me— so, I thought today it would really be good if we could just offer some encouragement to those who are still there, yeah, and uh how they're gonna grapple with this new culture, this cancel culture, I guess is what you would call it, where there's so much emphasis on certain words you say and certain words you don't say mm-hmm. and and pronouns, and you know it's just so so different. How can we help prepare them to to remain true in a world like that, yeah? And I think it's difficult, too. You know, I'm still wrestling through
0: how to navigate the current culture that we're in because there is such a quick to be offended Mm -hmm. um, that we're we're experiencing. And, you know, just as reminders as followers of Jesus, you know, we're commanded to not— take offense quickly and so we really need mm-hmm. to ground ourselves in holy spirit especially as the world around us is is coming into greater and greater offense and having you know greater and greater like anger and emotions Mm-hmm. You know, our first line of defense, so to speak, is to stay grounded in Jesus and in the Word and in Holy mm-hmm. Spirit.
1: Yeah, it really is. We need grounding more than ever, I mm-hmm. think, because the world is different. And I think of what uh, the Apostle Paul wrote. We all know this first. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because yeah. it's a power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew and to the Gentile. And you say, yes, that's me. I'm not ashamed. But then when you you hit it hmm. when somebody says something to you or, or casts dispersions on you or makes fun or whatever shape it takes, uh, and you are there, maybe the only one in your office, your department, your job that has a strong faith. Mm-hmm. That's when the rubber hits the road, and and you have to say, am I ashamed of the gospel? Yeah, and with that too,
0: right, hopefully we are behaving in ways that are very you know Christ like that we are mm. exemplifying the fruit of the spirit of course we're not going to do that perfectly because as i've been um, heard uh, said before that we're we're human, uh, but you know, hopefully, we're building a witness by how we're showing up in the workplace. So that that doesn't mean that people are still. I'm not going to have a negative opinion of Christianity, but if I'm in the workplace and I'm showing up in a way that is kind, and I'm doing my job with excellence, and I'm not part of the the gossiping, and 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 I'm setting apart myself apart mm-hmm. in a in a way that other people are positively benefiting. You know, when people find out we're a believer, there'll be less friction because mm-hmm. I've already proved my character, mm-hmm. but there still is some questioning that happens.
1: Yeah, I just think, uh, again, to be so grounded in not only who you are in Christ, and, you know, I I don't have to be ashamed, I've put my faith in Jesus, but as you said, to yeah. be so grounded in the Word that the fruit of the Spirit is mm-hmm. <laughs> kindness, gentleness, peace, joy, all of those things if we can display them, even in the midst of difficult situations, it has to make a difference. People do notice. yeah. And um, that's, that's where you start. Mm-hmm. You also start by being the best worker you can be, mm-hmm. working with joy, mm-hmm. working and helping other people, going some extra miles. But what do you do when they're asking you to do something that truly is just against your biblical principles? Where do you draw the line and how? What would you say?
0: <laughs> well, there's a myriad of things that could fall into that category mm-hmm. of, you know, if there's something that I'm being asked to do or someone's being asked to do that is just, it's it's lying, it's fudging, it's lacking integrity,
1: mm-hmm. they're
0: May be a consequence for staying in integrity, and we are called to stay in integrity and say, you know Absolutely. what, I'm just really not comfortable with that, like mm-hmm. kind of tweaking things a little bit because that's I don't I don't think that's being as forthright. If you want to tweak it, you can, but I really, I really don't want to be a part of of that because I that that just doesn't fall in alignment with you know me and, and how I want to be in integrity with that and do it in a way where it's, it's not making them you know, shaming them or anything like that. But I do think that there are times in the workplace where there, there, there is a price that we will pay. And, yeah. the, and God's word says it. And I'm saying this. It's easier said than done to say, you guys, there's a price we're going to pay. Mm-hmm. But when I'm paying it, when you're paying it, the heat gets
1: turned up. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It but also, that's the refining fire sometimes of when God is shaping us into mm. be stronger and stronger in Him. But I do think we need to be prepared ahead. Yeah, You know, everybody's in a different environment with their particular situation, their particular job. If you're in one that's extremely cancel culture kind of thing, uh, or if you're one where Things are pretty much like they always have been. You need to be prepared. When this happens, what will I say? How will I say it? If they tell me that I must go to certain training that I don't agree with, how do I refuse to go? How do I do it in a way that is not belligerent, that is not, as you say, casting shame or dispersion, but just mm-hmm. simply, this is who I am and I'm not comfortable with that? Mm-hmm. I think if you think ahead ahead of time and don't allow it to become an emotional thing, emotional yeah. response, where you're angry, mm-hmm. that helps. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot. You know what, it just it takes
0: a lot of wisdom, it takes a lot of discernment, it takes a lot of, of courage when, as you're saying, the rubber hits the road, and again, there's a there's a myriad of different scenarios that could play out. But I would say, if anything directly challenges um, my integrity as a, a follower of Jesus, Now, you, you mentioned earlier about you know using pronouns, and we have this you know the whole the the gender things that are happening these days, that's it's difficult, right? Because we every person is made in the image of God, and so right. we like we are called to to love that's people. Right. I think it's it becomes a little bit more challenging because some people think love is, well, I'm refusing to call this person by their pronoun. Other people would say, Well, love is be Jesus and just call them by their pronoun it doesn't mean you have to agree with it. So even that's a that's an yes. interesting <laughs> tension to live in.
1: Yes. And I've heard different Christian voices giving very different uh, advice about how to respond to that whole issue. I think you go to the Word of God for yourself, and you say, I want to be true to your Word. Show me from your Word. I mean, I have my own beliefs about that. I think the Word is pretty clear that God created us male and female, and there's no other choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, no matter what you call it or what you say, but how do you do it in love? How do you speak truth in love so that they at least know you're not being judgmental? Yeah, yeah. I'm not judging you for what you are saying or doing. I'm just telling you, I can't cross that line. Mm-hmm. That's not easy. And even when you do it lovingly, it doesn't mean that they're going to have a loving response, does it?
0: No, because again, we're we're in this territory where. We used to be able to disagree and see things differently. And we are in this tension of culture right now where even me disagreeing with you in a loving way is seen as harming you. Mm -hmm. And so things are like really, really escalated.
1: And it just – to me,
0: it's not rational,
1: but that's where we are. Oh, no. Oh, there's so much irrationality uh, in this culture, mm-hmm. and navigating it is not easy. But I want us to remember that if you read, as you read the New Testament, those Christians were under so much more persecution than mm-hmm. we have to face. I mean, they were facing it all the time. And the letters that Paul wrote and the others wrote, Peter and James, uh, are always dealing with how do you live? with persecution how do you live in a society who who thinks you're crazy you know for believing what you believe and go back to those passages i think of the one uh, when paul's writing to the thessalonians he said we have previously suffered and been treated outrageously in philippi as you know but with the help of our god we dared to tell you his gospel in the face of strong opposition mm. Again and again and again we see this in the church and God built his church in a persecuted atmosphere what would you call it i mean yeah. it, was well, it was really yes yeah. it was you know yeah violent angry and they became strong because mm-hmm. they had to they had to be strong to stand up in that culture so I think we need to say, Lord, show yourself to us in such powerful ways. Give us courage that we've never had before. Help us to find the joy in this journey. Yeah, Because Peter wrote that when you suffer for Christ, that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Easier said than done. I know, easier right? said than done. But <laughs> they did it. We can do it, too. Yeah. And also,
0: too, as you're talking about that, we, we, have, we have to be praying without ceasing honestly and mm-hmm. as you're even saying that pray for wisdom if there's a specific situation that someone might be dealing with right now in the workplace it's we best be going to the word and to God in prayer and saying Lord will you please help me navigate the situation because I with my own human living of wisdom I'm I'm not sure what to do but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my eyes on you and I know that you're as you said, you're refining me in the process as well. But Mm. you know
1: what? Let's just face it. This is, it's not easy. No, no. And what it is, is fear. We are Mm -hmm. fearful of what would happen to us, of other people's reactions, of rejection, of losing our job, of being isolated. You know, you got your job, but you're, you're the little weird person there that everybody doesn't want to have lunch with. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's not fun. Yeah. So, Really, you have to be mentally and emotionally, but mostly spiritually prepared to face a world that may cancel you, as they say these days. Mm -hmm. But as Peter wrote, you're blessed when you suffer like Jesus did. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like, Lord,
0: help me to see suffering as a blessing because this is new territory for me Mm. that I am experiencing what I've been meditating on and reading in the Gospels, you know, my whole life.
1: Yeah. Well, I think this is a topic we could. We could talk about Mm -hmm. a lot, but I just want to encourage everyone to know that God is not a surprise by what's happening in our world today, and His strength is still enough to get us through. We welcome you to come to our website where you'll find a lot of good resources, things that can help you navigate some of these uh, difficult situations. That's ChristianWorkingWoman.org. And of course, you can hear our podcast there, and uh, there are a lot of books and a lot of resources that may be helpful to you. Everything that we record here is available on our website. So avail yourself, and may God just encourage you, no matter what situation you're in, to stand strong in the Word of God, because that will get you through. Amen, Lisa? Amen.
0: Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Lisa. Great discussion. And one more time, this message is available on our website, along with other great resources to help you stand strong. It's ChristianWorkingWoman.org. That's ChristianWorkingWoman.org. Thanks so much for joining us today for The Christian Working Woman.